back to the Hallmarkies podcast. We are back today with another episode of Once Upon an Upside, and today we are covering two Up movie releases from back in August. I am Amy, and I am here with my co-host, Jess. Hello, everybody. Hey, guys. So today we are covering two recent Up movies, uh, which are Love by Accident and Win, Lose, or Love. So um, these came out in early August, so we're catching up slowly, <laughs> but sure, <laughs> to um, getting all cut up on Up, um, and they just released their fall lineup, so um, we should be covering that soon. There's some interesting ones on Yes. <laughs> so I uh, can't wait to get those covered soon, but all right, let's uh, jump right into it and get started with Love by Accident. Um, so this movie came out, I believe, on like August 2nd, and this was actually a brand new premiere. This was made in 2020, or might have been made in 2019, but this is the first time it's ever been anywhere, is on up, so like this is a, a really fresh one. Um, and this was about Matt and Daphne. So this is really love by accident, because the whole movie starts when her godmother uh, almost crash or no does crash their RV into <laughs> so like the donut shop or something or something and Matt comes running out to help them um, so it was really an accident so then this story for the rest of it um, we have Daphne's godmother who I believe her name the character's name is Fran um, is very ill and so um, Daphne doesn't want her driving anymore and Daphne doesn't drive herself so um, she makes up this uh, fake boyfriend plot with- Because that always works. <laughs> always works. Fake boyfriend, 10 boyfriend, always works. Um, with Matt and they, uh, and it plays out from there. Um, and this is a very Jane Austen centric movie. Mm -hmm. uh, it's very, very interesting. So yes, what did you think of this movie, Jess? Well, for starters, I really appreciated that it was a diverse movie. Um, but unfortunately, that's about all I liked about the movie. I was I was really bored during this movie. I I don't know. It just didn't. I just couldn't get into it. I struggled to finish it. My goodness. Okay, so um, we have some opposing opinions here. <laughs> uh, this was also a very diverse movie, which I did um, appreciate. Um, but. I love this movie, like, <laughs> so much. Like, some of it was corny, and there was definitely, like, dorky moments, but, like, I loved it so much. I thought it was so cute. So, okay, well, what, um, okay. So, so let's get into talking about them. So, the person who played Mash was, um, Henderson Wade. He was in an up Christmas movie last year called Snowbound for Christmas, which was pretty good. And then, um, who played Daphne was, I apologize if I butcher this. I tried to look up how to pronounce this name and I couldn't find a, like every pronunciation I found was different. So, get Nesh, get a Nesh, get a Nish. Bear, Bur, Bur. Like Daphne. I am so sorry. I am so, so, so sorry. If someone knows how to pronounce, this name properly, please let me know because I feel so bad. But I think it's get a niche, get a nesh, bear, burr, I think. Yes, this is as good as mine. <laughs> yeah, and then um, played, uh, Fran was played by Lynette Ware, and then there was also some other familiar faces in this movie like Yannick, um, Gilmore Girls, and yeah, so 
familiar faces. Um, but yeah, this movie literally starts with a car accident. <laughs> starts so, with a bang. <laughs> yeah, literally. So what did you, what did you think happened? Because she comes running out of the RV. Daphne comes running out of the RV and Matt's there and everything. And you're like, what happened? Um, <laughs> So the whole purpose of this road trip is because um, they're going to spread her godfather's ashes where her godmother was proposed to um, on the West Coast. And so they're somewhere in the Midwest, I'm thinking, yeah, is where they end up almost running into the donut slash coffee shop. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so this is very, uh, so then <laughs> the officer Paul shows up and um, is interviewing her for what's going on and you know why, why was there a car accident we found out Daphne does not drive she has a little bit um, she has some anxiety when it comes to driving because of a car accident that happened previously um, and um, we also find out that she is a huge Jane Austen fan so much that she's mm -hmm. a PhD and her thesis is about, All about Jane Austen, Jane Austen. Um, <laughs> I actually, what did you think of their incorporation of Jane Austen into this movie, of the book and everything? I liked it. Um, I thought that was nice, although I have to say, so um, Matt has, apparently has never heard of Pride and Prejudice, and I was just like, I can understand maybe never having read it, mm -hmm. but never having heard of Pride and Prejudice, I'm like, does this guy live under a rock? <laughs> like, apparently. <I> mean, <laughs> you think he'd have heard of something. I do they, they did a good job of incorporating um, Jane Austen's work in this movie, mm -hmm. um, specifically because, you know, on Hallmark in the past couple years, we've gotten some pretty poorly made Christmas movies that related <laughs> to, that were supposed to be Jane Austen themed, and they weren't great. Um, so this, I think, did a lot better job of actually incorporating Jane Austen, um, and it made more sense uh, mm -hmm. than some of the ones we've gotten on Hallmark previously. Yeah. Um, yeah so but there's really cute kids in this movie too i just want to mm. say yes baby girl i was like she's so good because the first time you see her she has these cute little bows like pink bows yeah adorable <laughs> and the look on daphne's face when he picks the baby up out of the car and sees which is we know his sister but mm -hmm. she's like oh he's got a wife and a kid <laughs> yeah she's making those assumptions Never yeah do that. exactly <laughs> and they're like oh it's your niece <laughs> We get some heartfelt storylines in this movie. Um, so talking about her and her godmother and her godfather, who they're taking his ashes to spread, but as well about, we find out about the accident that causes her to have a bad anxiety about driving. We find out that her parents passed in a car accident with her godmother's daughter in the car. Yeah, this is Maggie, so, right? Was the godmother's daughter? Yeah. yeah. And unfortunately, um, they all passed in the accident. Mm -hmm. And um, I mean, I think that's a very legitimate reason to be worried about driving. Yeah. And I will say that scene between Fran and Daphne, where they talk about like Daphne's guilt over being the survivor, that was an incredible scene. I, I will give this movie that, even though I, I couldn't quite get into it, that scene was really phenomenally acted. It was really well done. Yes, it was a very, very powerful scene, I think. Um, and yeah, it was very, very heartfelt as well. Um, so then we also get, I think one of the things that made me, that kind of, I was, the only thing that was a little bit off for me was Matt's dad 
we heard about how he had left when he was younger, but he showed up in the movie, and we were already, like, an hour and 15 minutes mm-hmm. into the movie when he showed up, and I feel like that was a little late, like, it mm-hmm. didn't make me invested as much in that portion, because it was so late in the movie, it sh- I feel like it should have come in maybe a little bit earlier. Um, yeah, it felt just kind of like it got tagged on at the end, and it wasn't quite incorporated earlier on in the story that would have made it flow a little bit better. I agree on that. That yeah. seemed to come out of nowhere for me. I'm like, what, what? Okay, changing yeah. gears. <laughs> but we did get um, an early, uh, like, a lot of kisses. We got a lot of kisses. <laughs> That's true. Way more than we've probably ever seen in Hallmark. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, the first one was, like, 15, 20 minutes in, and it was, like, a surprise, which was just, it was so <laughs> funny. She was like, I don't want my aunt to drive. I don't want my aunt to leave. I'm just, I'm just going to kiss him. Again. I'm just going <laughs> to catch him, take him off guard. Just go because why not? <laughs> why not? <laughs> you know, and he he just seemed to you know kind of go along with this idea very very naturally and easily. He didn't really seem to like be put off by it. He was just like, oh okay, I'm your fake boyfriend now. All right, let's go for it. And like he wasn't resistant of it either. And like he practically asked her out on a date, like right then and there. Okay, let's go get yeah. ice cream. Like, <laughs> all right, they're in this. Um, but he did say, I wrote this quote down, um, and she, she said, I'm not good at it, referring to, like, being in a relationship or whatever, and he's like, well, nobody's good at it, but you seem pretty dateable to me. (laughs) 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 I was like, all right, (laughs) a funny comment. Um, then we had the, a little side romance between, um, our, you know, nosy librarian, Judy, and, um, (laughs) Officer Paul. Yeah. It was, that, okay, that was one of the things I didn't quite get, because at first, I guess my first impression was that she had zero interest in him, and then all of a sudden, it, like, flipped, just like that, and I was really confused <laughs> on what was happening. <laughs> it's a little weird, I was like, but okay, also, though, he's always hanging out in this library, <laughs> like, <laughs> doesn't even, he's a job. <laughs> he's gotta protect those books from people like Fran, who dumped a pot of coffee on a book in my heart. <sighs> that was hard to watch. <laughs> I'm like working on her thesis on Jane Austen and you just destroyed her Jane Austen book. Like, I know. calm down. <laughs> I was like, man, she is quite fiery. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was pretty, oh my goodness. Um, their ice cream date I thought was really cute. Um, the whole thing, pistachio ice cream. And then his sister being all like, oh, you shared your ice cream with him? Like, what? His sister was such, like, I loved, I loved her, his sister character. I thought she was fun. Um, yeah. And the kids were cute. I thought it was funny. Um, at one point, Matt takes Daphne to, like, their family dinner, like, whatever, and the little boy was like, is your last name Green, too? And she's like, no. And he's like, well, then why are you here? I know. He was like, given her the... Quite the interview there. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you. Um, there was a cute shopping montage between the sister and Daphne. Um, uh, and then she got him to read Pride and Prejudice. <laughs> I know. Like you go, it's pretty girl. impressive. <laughs> you go, girl. You got him. You got him to read Jane Austen. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, and, and then, uh, one of my favorite moments at the end was when he, it was kind of like, I guess, meta to be in one of these movies, and he was, walked into the library and was like, I even read the notes in the back of the book, and I learned (laughs) about how 
um, you know, not sharing your feelings leads to misunderstandings and heartbreak and all this other stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's the basis of every yeah. markup lifetime movie. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I just thought that was, that was very, um, that was a very funny element. Um, yeah, so what else, uh, what else is there to talk about? <laughs> My brain hurts. Um, he makes up with his dad. He does make up with his dad. That seemed a little, like we talked about, far removed. Like, it seemed like a weird addition, and it was kind of late in the movie. I do think it was a good aspect, though, because both of them at the same time were having to, like, work through something, um, mm -hmm. which was, I think, the purpose of his dad coming back in, is because they were both working through something difficult, something difficult from their past, um, and they were kind of able to bond over that. It just seemed like it was a little late in the movie to mm -hmm. for his storyline to me. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then he got in an RV and drove to her and they kissed again. They were <laughs> a real boyfriend and girlfriend instead of pretending. That's right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> do you have any more thoughts or uh... on my brain? think so oh he quotes darcy to her at the end which was quite quite romantic I was like, oh you go mr darcy i mean you probably can't say no to that that when you're writing your thesis on jane austen you just come and quote darcy to you i mean yeah like you can't say no <laughs> it was so good too like he presented it so well that i was like oh this is like swoon worthy <laughs> um i want to see him um well both the actor both main actor and actress i i enjoyed a lot but i i would love to see henderson wade in more so up keep casting him and things mm -hmm. um yeah yeah he was, did really good and um yeah so if you had to iterate this movie jess what would you get it give it balloons out of 10. i only gave it three and a half oh my I'm sorry. gosh <laughs> I'm sorry. I gave it an eight. <laughs> it just goes to show, though, that a movie can... Some people can really love a movie, and some can really not, and that's okay. <laughs> it appeals to everybody differently. Um, mm -hmm. I think the reason I didn't give it higher, because, like, it was, like, I was, like, almost on Christmas movie Christmas level, but it wasn't there. Oh. It wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't that, it wasn't all there though, because it had a little bit of the meta-ness that I enjoyed in Christmas movie. Chris, I don't know if I'm using that word correctly, but it was very close to some of the jokes in Christmas movies Christmas, but it wasn't there. It wasn't all there. All <laughs> the whole dad thing, that kind of being added in last minute, that kind of mm -hmm. threw me off a little bit, so that's why I gave it an eight. But, um, yeah, okay, well, difference, difference in opinion, different. Okay. <laughs> All right, so we are gonna head over to the next movie from this August lineup. I believe this came out like second, third week of August. Um, and this is Win, Lose, or Love. So this movie is centered all around PTA. So. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, all about those school activities. School activities, guys. So we have a single mom and a single dad who are. <laughs> so we have a single mom, Clara, and a single dad, Alex. And uh, Alex is trying to get a commercial greenlit to be on the school campus during sports day. And because of that, he tries to join 
the PTA. So trying to join, he's trying to join the HPG, which is basically the PTA for this school um, to get this movie, this movie, this commercial to happen. Yes. Um, and Clara is the vice president currently of said HPG, and she's she's not going for this commercial. She's like, why does it only have to be sports day? What about other things that kids do for activities? Um, and then they both get voted co-presidents for mm -hmm. two weeks, which in this movie, they made two weeks sound like it was a decade. Um, <laughs> it kind of just goes on from there. So what did you think of this movie? I thought it was a solid movie. I thought it was fun and cute. Um, and I liked the, the side relationship too with the grandma and the teacher. Mm -hmm. That was fun. And it was nice to see Catherine Hicks. I haven't seen her in anything in a while. So ah. that, that was nice. Um, and I think this movie was like, it was kind of helped by ups, because sometimes like the up movies, they have so many things happening and I felt like they kind of kept the side things to a minimum, which was nice. Yeah, so I agree. I, there was not as much going on in this movie, which I really appreciated. Um, and I kind of, I, I didn't understand why he was getting involved in the PTA at all. Like, because if it's approved by the school, like, the school board, the principal, mm -hmm. most important people. Why does the PTA matter? Like, why? <laughs> like, what I learned from this movie is that the PTA has total power over the entire school. Apparently, I did not know. I'm in education. I had uh, no idea. I mean, <laughs> at least at this school, the PTA. At this school, I guess. Yes, I was like, because once they said in that first meeting that he had gotten approval from the principal and everything to do this. I was like, well, then really all they need is waivers from the kids' parents to make sure they're okay to be filmed and be mm -hmm. in this commercial. Other than that, he really doesn't need any permission from the parent-teacher club. Yeah. <laughs> so this is a little confusing to me, but at this school, everything has to go through the PTA. So that's, mm -hmm. that's just, we just got to accept that. Um, Oh, and the old PTA president, because <laughs> she was like, well, just because your kid isn't good at sports. I know. I was like, oh, what? <laughs> calm, like, down. calm down, lady. Calm like, down. Calm down. Um, so all very um, invested parents. Everyone was very invested in this. <laughs> and then I feel like it kind of the movie swayed a little bit. I feel like it was like, very kind of divisive almost like I didn't understand it really because most kids don't just just like sports like they do other things than mm -hmm. just a sport especially when they're younger and they're trying things out yeah. so it, it just seemed very weird to me how they like it's like sports and everything else I'm like okay yeah well part of what they mentioned was that like they were scheduled at the same time so you had to choose because like the sports practice would go on when like drama club was meeting so you couldn't be in both so, which again, if you're in PTA, you could probably change the schedule. Yeah, exactly. Activities. And also, but, why is the PTA running all these after-school activities? Wouldn't some of them be ran by the school? And the, there was only one actual teacher from the school that was involved <laughs> in this entire movie. So, <laughs> he should be the new principal. Yeah, it practically is. I'm like, where was the principal? I don't know. There were all these things going on in the school, all these decisions, and the principal had nothing to do with any of it, apparently. Um, it, it confused me. Well, there's sports day. Was that the only activity they were allowed to do in the school all year? 
<laughs> was there no other Friday nights that they could have had an art gallery or a performance of some sort? Or, yeah, it would have been a good compromise. <laughs> yeah, they could have had other activities, days, and events. I mean, most schools I know of, they have, you know, their winter concert, and then they have an art exhibition, and then they have, mm -hmm. you know, all, all or nothing. All or nothing. <laughs> yeah, they have all these other days and things, but apparently sports day is the only event that is allowed to go on on this entire, this entire year for the school. I didn't understand it. <laughs> okay, but ignoring all those, those things that I did not understand about this movie, <laughs> there were some, like, sweet scenes in this movie. So, definitely, um, once, uh, Alex's daughter, Emma, gave wrote a very beautiful poem about her um, mother who had passed um, in drama mm -hmm. club once she joined and I think that was very sweet um, mm -hmm. and there was a lot of other you know like heartfelt scenes when they're sitting on the swings talking about things um, there was a moment where he talked to her about uh, balloons and stuff oh well I something I found a little interesting or a little weird I guess was that like so the dad Alex was his name right mm -hmm. um, he like didn't seem to have time for any of his daughter's activities, but then all of a sudden he's like super willing to help out Oliver with soccer. Though like you're not even with your own daughter. That's like half the point. <laughs> so that was something that I thought was a little, little interesting. Mm -hmm. um, I was like, okay. <laughs> and then of course the mom like totally overreacted about him helping him with soccer. Like it'll be okay. I know like you don't want your child to get hurt, but it's just soccer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you gotta let go. It's not boxing. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's an elementary school soccer team. <laughs> um, there's injuries, but I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, oh, I do have to say, some of these PTA meetings they did, like the second one where he was just sitting there and they talked for like five seconds about things, <laughs> like where the bus stop was or whatever, was like, yeah. that, whole e that, that whole meeting could have been an email. Just, yep. <laughs> Most of these meetings for this PTA could have been an email. <laughs> Why? So, I don't remember PTA meetings ever, like, in a two-week period, they had, like, 12. <laughs> I know, they were, they were super involved. <laughs> they got together so many times. Um, they did. They did. <laughs> uh, I also thought it was really funny how they were choosing to do Shakespeare with 10-year-olds. I know. <laughs> Like, it was cute. It was adorable, but at the same time, I was surprised how much uh, the kids were able to, like, analyze what they were talking about and everything. I it was very interesting. Yeah, when, like, Emma came in and she just, like, sat in, she's like, oh, yeah, I totally get what just happened here in Shakespeare. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. You're better than most high schoolers. I know. Like, most adults aren't able to understand what's going on in Shakespeare. So yeah. That was, uh, that was really cute. Um, and then... It ended up being that they saw each other and they started to understand each other more. So they turned sports day into a full activities day. Mm -hmm. And then suddenly this whole company that the commercial is for is also now an activity store, not just a sports store. Like he changed yes. his entire business plan. He's rebranding. <laughs> because of this. <laughs> Mama's movie was very far-fetched. <laughs> yeah. Um, I did like that the little commercial they finally did at the end. Like how, that was really cute. I thought what they did at the end. Yeah, it was very cute because he, they, you know, they shot with goal. They were doing theater. Um, he had kids. They were had kids playing instruments and stuff. 
so that was a lot of it was a lot of fun and it was a good commercial I think they made um I thought it was really funny when she handed up 800 envelopes to stuff and he's <laughs> yes, that is, take it <laughs> that is so realistic though because PTA stuff it's always like you gotta stuff things yeah I'm like that was realistic stamps <laughs> like yeah that would happen like here you go. You're going to be stuffing envelopes all weekend. You better find something you like to watch on Netflix because yeah. <laughs> you're going to be stuffing envelopes for hours. Um, yeah, it was super realistic. Um, also, the mom, we talked about Catherine Hicks, um, who played Dot, and the teacher who was involved, the only teacher that was in this entire movie, um, <laughs> they had a cute little relationship, um, mm -hmm. and I thought it was cute how he wanted to have her be incorporated into their drama production I thought mm -hmm. was very sweet. It was yeah. a very cute side romance um, that didn't like, it wasn't too much, it wasn't too little. I just thought it was mm -hmm. cute. Such a perfect amount. Yeah, perfect amount. Cute addition to the movie. Uh, the kids were adorable. Emma and all of them. Yes. Cute. Um, I loved, there was one scene where he was, she was looking at her laptop that Oliver had used and Oliver had Googled how to have your parents let you play sports. I know, I was like, like oh. And she saw it, and I was like, oh, it's so, like, Yeah, their kids were, like, interested in the opposite things of what they were actually doing. Which is, which was so funny. Um, yeah. So. All in all, it was a cute movie. Not very realistic. <laughs> had some cute elements, had some heartfelt moments um so what would you rate this how many balloons out of 10 do you think this movie should have i gave it a solid seven out of ten because it was cute it was fun and yeah just a really good movie not yeah. nothing like i feel like it was like just missing something that made like to take it from like a good movie to a great movie i'm not exactly sure what that was but they had good chemistry and it was good yeah yeah so i gave it a 6.5 out of 10 um it was good not my favorite but it was, it was really good all right, so thank you guys so much for listening. Tell us what you thought of these two movies in the comments down below or let us know on social media. We would like to know what you thought of these movies. Who did you agree with more with Love by Action? Yeah, we need to know. <laughs> yeah, do you agree with me? Do you think it was a really good one, one of the best of the year? Or did, did, do you agree with Jess though? Do you think it was not a good movie this year? Like, what do you think? Are you in the middle? What do you think? Um, let us know. Uh, <laughs> yes. But other than that, if you want to find Upside anywhere, you can follow us, OUA Upside, on social media, Instagram, and Twitter. And if you want to find Hallmarkies Podcast anywhere, you can find, type Hallmarkies Pod anywhere that you can search things pretty much on social media. We got one. Um, <laughs> uh, please subscribe to us on YouTube, follow us on Patreon, follow us on iTunes. Um, we have some awesome merch out right now, and when this episode's going up, we are really preparing right now for our Christmas season. So we hope mm -hmm. you're ready. It's coming. <laughs> yes, it's approaching. <laughs> um, and we are going to get started very soon with Christmas. So where can people find you on the internet, Jess? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at JessBSWblog. You can find me on YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter at It's Amy Craig. And you, of course, can find the podcast anywhere at Marquis Pod. Uh, thank you guys again so much for watching or listening. And we will talk to you guys all very, very soon. Bye. Bye.